0: unit clone force 99 the defective clones with the desirable mutations they call themselves the bad. B-
1: What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Empire Radio Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And you just heard the Bad Batch themed intro to our podcast, which means drum roll, One please. Thing. Nice, thank you. We're it's talking awkward. about the Bad Batch again today. More specifically, we are jumping in to the season finale of Jeremiah's fan fiction. Uh, in which he hopes one day he will win $500 million and be able to turn into a live-action television show or movie. No, it's a television show. You're right. Yep. Just corrected myself before I dug myself into a hole. It's fine. Um, (laughs) uh, But yeah, so um, for those of you that don't know, like a month ago now, he kind of mentioned in passing that he was going to write one, and then he surprised Drew and I and actually did it. And so... Uh, we've been spending the last two weeks now, this week will be the third, going through the season thus far, and so we went through Episodes 1, 2, and 3 the first week, Episodes 4, 5, and 6 the second week, and now we are at the grand finale of Jeremiah's story. So, if you haven't uh, listened to any of the episodes up until now, you're probably going to want to pause and go back and listen to those because you're not going to have a great deal of an idea of what's going on. Um, but yeah, it's been a wild ride. It's been a wild ride. Drew and I have been really impressed. And uh, we're excited to see what happens in the final episode to give this a little bit more context. Jeremiah, how many pages did you do Like collectively? Did you write for the first six episodes?
0: Uh first six episodes would be like like almost three pages and then this final episode is like two pages so by itself by itself
1: so that's why if you're wondering why we're dedicating uh an entire episode to this last episode of his fan fiction that's why uh so without further ado here's how this is going to work kind of like the other two episodes we're just going to let jeremiah go and uh It's going to be story time with Jeremiah. He's going to tell us all about the last episode, and you're going to be along for the ride for Drew and I's uh, real in-time reactions. Yeah. So it should be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, so just a quick recap of where we left off. Uh, The Bad Batch and Rex's group of clones, uh, they created a device that could be attached to a clone's head and shoulder area that would do the surgery to remove uh, the biochip. So they could go do uh, surgeries on on clones without needing a big medical station or anything like that. So they're kind of just doing that. So they were going from small communication outposts uh, and taking out the outposts and then capturing and then trying to due to surgery on the clones that they capture. And so at this point, they have saved 43 clones for a total. Now they have a total of 53 that are have had surgery and are no longer brainwashed by the biochip. And so um, at this moment, they are looking to attack a... Um, a larger target that has better, a bigger payoff of supplies and ships and uh, amount of clones, and so at this moment again, Tarkin, who is kind of the the villain kind of in this series, uh, he's anticipating that these groups of that somewhere in this area a larger target is going to be hit. Now he doesn't really know for sure at this moment that these help posts are being hit by the Bad Batch and other clones that have had their biochips removed because um, there's really no evidence. Just the, bio, the, the outposts are just attacked and the clones go missing and they don't know why. And so, But he's still anticipating a larger target in that region of the galaxy. And so that's where we pick up for Episode 7 and that is entitled Surprise Attack. Sweet, so before
1: we begin, I have two questions one for yes. those uh, for those people uh, for whatever reason, you don't know why Jeremiah just mentioned Tarkin as the main bad guy for the season. Can you give like a two second summary as to why um Tarkin is involved at this point?
0: yes, um when before order sixty six uh, occurred, Tarkin was the the leader of the bad batch. And he was the one sending them out on missions and whatnot. And we find out that he was working, that he knows everything about Order 66 and how it works and the biochip and all that jazz. And so when Order 66 happened, uh, the Emperor, uh, he sent a hollow message via Tarkin to uh, the Bad Batch. And so he's in there. And so now because the the Bad Batch has gone missing. Um, he's kind of on the lookout for the Bad Batch because it's his responsibility in that region and whatnot.
1: Very nice. And then the second question that I have, um, do you, would the entire group of clones who are now traveling with the Bad Batch, Rex included, would they all be considered the Bad Batch collectively? In your opinion... Is this the new large head batch
0: family? Don't spoil that reference in season two. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know, I have no idea what he has planned for season two. So I may or may not have just stumbled onto something there. But okay, uh, please continue. Those are those are my questions.
0: <laughs> okay. Any questions from you, Drew? Before we move on. I'll take no. that as a no. Okay.
2: No, I'm good. All right, So right. I'm really curious why Andrew potentially were in season two. But... <laughs>
0: if I did, it was an accident. True. Hey, hey you got to have your theories. Like sometimes theories are right. Oh, true.
2: Most but... of the time we're wrong, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Like that so... whole
2: Jar Jar thing. Ugh.
1: Yeah,
0: that's Dude, still, up, that's still, up, that's still no. up in the air. If they, if
1: they... Dude,
2: what, if you, what if Jeremiah adds Jar Jar to this?
1: Oh, the, uh, oh, oh, I'm fine as long amazing. as he's not
0: the Sith Lord.
2: Oh, I'm not. I want him to be. Uh,
0: but he okay. he isn't the Sith Lord. He's a former mm-hmm. Sith Lord. How about that? Oh my gosh. Oh my. He, he's 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 Plagueis' uh, uh, master.
2: That makes more sense.
0: Okay, that means I have a lot more questions.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We're going on
0: a rabbit trail. Let's get episode seven: surprise attack. Yeah. Okay, okay, let's go. All right, so the Bad Batch and Rex, and you know some of the the high ranking clones, they're kind of in a meeting. Uh, they are planning their next attack, and they are, in fact, uh, planning a larger attack. And he, they see that there's two bases, large, small, like bases, bigger bases than they've been hitting before uh, in the region, and they're kind of like on opposite sides of that region. So keep that. Detail in mind, um, and so they know that these are larger ones, where there's a larger group of clones, more larger uh, supplies, and bigger ships than they've been taking from these outposts throughout the area. And so, um, what they do is, since they have multiple ships now, they take some of their clones and they send them to go scout out the bases to see what exactly um, they're going to see. And so, you know, there those clones they're gone for couple of days or whatever and they come back and so there's first base A. Um there's seventy five clones there stationed there and there are multiple medium size ships that they could potentially so this is base A. Base A. Keep so keep there's gonna be two bases so keep A and B in mind and what their differences are. Um now base B there is one hundred clones and one light cruiser, and so this light cruiser. So, this is like the Jedi light cruiser, whatever we not. So, I looked it up on Wikipedia or uh, Wookiepedia, um, just uh, to get, yes. to good, get the specific good catch. Get the specific details on the light cruiser. And um, if I am understanding it correctly, they can have a hundred crew members plus another hundred passengers, and they could survive for three months off the supplies of that one light cruiser.
2: Dang. Oh wow.
0: So That's a
2: long time. So,
0: so these are the two uh, bases. So one's, you know, there's fewer clones with medium sized ships, and then there's large a larger amount of clones with one large ship that has a lot of supplies. Um and so now both uh have uh very large communication towers. They're larger than the the communication towers from the outpost that uh from the previous episode. Um and there are similar environments that they're stationed in, and the layout of those bases is very similar. And so uh, those are the details that the scouts uh, came back with. Um, and while these um, clones were going out doing their their, their scouting and whatnot, um, they were able to kind of overhear some transmissions and kind of hear some chit chat on the, the radio waves um, at these bases. And they hear that the empire is upping security at small bases uh, throughout the region, including the two base A and B. Um, and so this kind of worries the bad batch. And like, okay, now they're ready for us. You know, like we, whatever one uh, place we, basically attack, we need to be very prepared on how we're going to deal with it because you know, um, the Empire might be ready to be more equipped to attack back when if we attack, if we do a surprise attack. So they're, they're weighing the options here um, and now it flashes to Tarkin now, while he's kind of working on upping security and creating a plan for how to deal with one of these small bases that gets attacked and he says, all right, I'm going to have an attack fleet that's going to be stationed out in space. And when one of those uh, stations gets attacked, we'll immediately go there with an attack fleet. We'll be there within minutes and we'll be able to overrun the clones that show up at that base and we'll be able to take them out. So that's Tarkin's plan. Here's kind of like, there's two bases that they could probably go to, And we're going to be kind of stationed between the two. So whatever, which one gets attacked, we'll go straight to that one. And we will overwhelm them with our forces. And so, let's see. So then, you know, they go back into, back to the clones. And they're, again, they're taking a few hours to decide on a plan, uh, which base to attack. And, you know, they're kind of getting out the details of that. And so it kind of leaves that scene and then it goes to just the, the general clones that have been saved so far. And, you know, they're, they're kind of on edge because they're very wary of, you know, what's going on because, you know, you got the bad batch and Rex and some other clones that they're kind of like calling all the shots and they feel kind of like on the outs. um, And they feel that there's also no really long-term plan. Um, And so when, and so Bad Batch and Rex and them, they know that the clones are kind of, like, not confident in what's going on. Um, so uh, Hunter, after they come out of this meeting, you know, after they create a plan, Hunter comes out, and, you know, he addresses all the clones in one kind of, like, speech. And I kind of – it might be kind of corny because people will love it or hate it, the speech and Independence Day from the president. It's going to be kind of, like <laughs> – Kind of like that, where he he gets up on there and everyone just turns and listens, and he does this speech on like of kind of like inspiration. And so, I was actually thinking
1: uh, (laughs) along with that one, the one from uh, Pacific Rim that Idris Elba does his character. Where they
0: have you seen? I've I've seen both of them. I don't remember. I'm sorry. It's fine. It's okay. it's the same vibe, except, um, he, he talks about canceling the apocalypse. Anyway, it's they're okay. they're the same cheesy speeches. It's fine. okay, <laughs> and so at the end of this inspired inspiring uh, a speech, uh, Hunter is like, "All right, this is the plan we're gonna do," and then it goes to black, and so we as the audience don't know the plan. But we sh- the next scene is showing up in the plan as it's being played out. So ah. so as an audience, we are going to see the plan played out um, and we're not going to be told what the plan is ahead of time. And so the, the first scene after uh, Hunter gives the plan, uh, we go to Wrecker and Crosshair. Uh, and they are with 10 clone troopers and they get off on a ship and so they're on one of the bases or outside one of the bases we don't know what base yet what what, what okay. base they decided and so uh wrecker and crosshair they get off the ship and then they go in one direction and the other 10 with them they go in opposite direction so they're kind of s- splitting ways and they're kind of doing their part of the plan um and then so the rest of the clones uh they're with like the rest of the bad batch and rex and all of them uh you know they're scattered around the base, and kind of like on the outskirts. And they got to they got to Obviously, they have to land out far away from the base so that like the ship doesn't come in. Like the base, like oh, there's a ship right there. Why are they over there? And so then they you got, shoot them down. Yeah, so they got to be kind of further out where they have to kind of do a a trek through you know the forest or woods or whatever, uh, for like a f- miles away or whatever. So sure. So. From the clone from those those group of clones, they kind of break off and they go uh part their ways to kind of go surround the the base or whatever and so that's a multiple hour trek and so there's a scene now
2: hey Jeremiah, can you stop saying the word trek" in a star wars podcast <laughs> <better>. <laughs> uh I'll,
0: I'll i'll think I think we're done with trekking right now, so
2: all right, cool, thank you just making sure.
0: So as Hunter and Tech are trekking along, I mean... Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so, there, so this scene is very... Pay attention to this scene because this is a very pivotal scene. It might kind of seem weird, but it's pivotal. And so Hunter and Tech, they're walking along, and they kind of turn a little like ridge or whatever, and on the ground, there is a very large deer-like animal that is dead on the ground it was killed by blasters
1: hmm.
0: no. and it's and it's just dead and Bambi <laughs> and so it's it's been rotting away because there are hundreds of thousands of like bugs and ants Ugh. on oh, that carcass shit. okay and it's it's just eating it away blah 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 please tell me it comes back to life
2: oh zombies <gasps>
0: Maybe zombies, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, so Tech, he sees it, and he's like, whatever. And he just keeps walking. Um, but Hunter, he stands at the carcass, watching all these hundreds of thousands of ants and stuff, eating this carcass away. And he just lingers there for a moment and stares at it. And then it that's the end of that scene. And then it goes on to um, a couple hours later when... All the groups of clones are in their position at the tree line at the base. So remember that scene; it's very important. It will come back later. And so, okay. And I know okay. It's, it's 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 super weird. I get it, but your mind will be will be blown later in the episode. I promise. Um, okay. So, like I said, they're all all the groups of clones. They're they're in their positions around the base, um, and they all the squad to kind of like radio in, like, "Okay, we're in position." Blah blah blah. Um, and when everyone radios in, Hunter gives uh, Wrecker the go. Right, he's like, "Okay, Wrecker, we're all in a position. Do your thing." And so, Wrecker and Crosshair, you know, they're at the communication tower, the large one, and uh, they destroy it. So they blow up because you know. So at this moment, since they blew up a communication tower, the the uh the empire, they're going to know which base has just been attacked because communication has been lost. So they'll know that So, um, and so let's see. And so they, so the record across they're the ones that blow it up. And so they were with 10 other clones that were kind of like on their own little part of the mission with them. So they're at the very end, far end of the base opposite. So there's the building and then like, like a, like a, what do you call it? Like a, Tarmac or whatever the open area, and then on the opposite end is where this group of ten clones is that was with Wrecker and Crosshair, and so they attack from that end of the the base, and so they're boom boom boom, they're attacking. You know, clones are <laughs> all them. What? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> What's well, so phrase, funny? They're,
1: just the phrase "they're boom boom boom." It's fine. The it boom just, boom
2: just... boom group, but yeah.
0: Okay, so yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay, um, so they're attacking. Clones are coming out of the, the 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 building facility base of the base, and they're coming out. And so they're they're that firefight's is going on. And so, just literally moments later, in the last Jedi fashion, you see the Star Destroyer arrive from hyperspace, looking up Oof. into the sky. And so they I'm show up. And then within like a couple minutes, attack ships from the Star Destroyer, they arrive on the base. So then Crosshair, he gets on the radio and says, they fell for it with a smirk on his face. And it transitions to Tech, Hunter, and Rex in like a split screen. And they all say, perfect. And the camera pans pans towards the base that they're at. And the communication tower is still there. Meaning that they're Uh, at a different base, and so sneaky devil, and so Mm. and you see that the bad batches group with with most of the clones, the larger group of clones, they are at base B, the one with the light cruiser and wrecker and crosshair were at base A. They had the seventy five clones and a few ships, so all the the empire's resources. all the Empire's resources for this attack uh, was sent to the wrong base on the opposite side of the region in the galaxy. And so at this moment, uh, at base A with the clones, with the, fi- the 10 clones with C- Reckon Crosshair, they're in retreat. They did their part. They're retreating. They're trying to get back to their uh, ship because obviously trying to take on a whole base by himself is not going to work out well. So that's happening. They run, blah, blah, blah. And we're back at base B. And so um, a group of clones uh, are at the far end again on this base. So they're at the far end of the tarmac to draw the Imperial clones out from the base. Um, and so as the clones are coming out of the base towards that end of the the, the tarmac, um, let's see, now i got to kind of read my notes specifically here. Um, they are kind of, the, the good clones are, are Rex clones and in his clones, they come from the sides from like, they're at the building side and they come from behind as the clones are going towards the first group. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so they're kind Say of that like, one more time. so, all right, well, actually I did come up with a picture. I should probably huh. send it to you on discord. Uh, I, f- yeah, I, I forgot about that. I'll oh, I'll bring it up one sec. All right. All right. So there's the picture that I sent you. And so on the, on the right side, that's the first group that draws the clones out from the base, the Imperial clones. And so yeah. as, the, as they go towards the, the people on the clones on the right, uh, the rest of the clones on, on the good side, uh, they come from the sides from behind as the, the Imperial clones come out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's where we're at. And so sorry for our listeners who don't have the diagram. You just have to figure it out on your own.
2: <laughs> but
0: or but when just I when go I,
2: on our website, go to our Facebook, and Jeremiah will send it to you. How about that?
0: Yeah, that too. And also, if I win a five hundred million dollar lottery, this will all be in the the yeah the I was series say, anyway. You so, won't
1: need to imagine it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so anyway, so that's how they're kind of planned. So now the. The Imperial clones are kind of uh pinched between three groups of clones. And so they're being attacked and so keep in mind at this moment that the Imperial clones they're shooting to kill, but our clones they're only stunning. They're on stun. Uh-huh. So they can't because they don't want to kill their brothers. So they're they're only yeah. stunning them cuz they want to save them and you know remove their biochips. And so this is kind of really like one side is super offensive the other side is super defensive in this and it's kind of it's kind of very a hard tactic to do cuz you're just trying to stun and so of course yeah and so they're doing the good clones they're doing really good because they're doing the attack at first they're, they're doing they're stunning all kinds of clones um you know the ones that are still coming out of the base they're still getting cuz they're kind of just coming out the door and then boom they're getting stunned basically but then the ones on the tarmac and they're, some are kind of going to be exiting out of the cruiser too. And so um, they're dealing with that, blah, blah, blah. Once a bunch of Imperial clones have been stunned and they're just laying on the tarmac, uh, like Rex, you know, he calls, he radio, goes on the radio, all right, ships, we need you, we need you. And so the ships that landed out, you know, miles away, they yeah. start going towards the base. They're ready to go. They're waiting on the radio to get the call. And so right. they get there in a in a couple minutes and they land and then some clones jump out and they're picking up bodies and throwing them in the ship, like as best as they can, like fast as they can. And so they're trying to load up the their own ships with clones as, as they're getting shot at. Um, and so they load up as many as they can. And then they just get out of there. They just pick up and run. Um, it's kind of like, did you ever play uh, the game console Atari. The what? Uh, the, the, the game console Atari. Atari. Oh, the console.
1: Uh, no, I had an NES.
0: Well, this is Flex. like way before then, but um, there's a there was a game on there where you're just like a little like stick figure drawing of a helicopter and like uh-huh. you land, land and like little dots that are supposed to be people, they get on your helicopter and you like get as many on and fly away because like tanks are like shooting at you. And so it's like a uh, yes. little like little crappy the stake
1: stick. helicopter game yes
0: yes and it's basically like that they come in land get as many people as they can on and before they're shot down or whatever so boom 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 they get out of there and so um let's see where are we at now and so at this moment you know at this time you know tarkin he's he because this is moving so fast this attack is happening in fact tarkin still thinks that you know he won because you know he was. We got him at base A. We stopped it. You know he's relieved. Right. All blah, right. blah blah blah. And then while he's kind of like happy about his victory for the day, um, he there's one of the officers. He you know he approaches Tarkin and he's like, "They tricked us." Uh oh. And Tarkin's like, "What do you mean? Uh, base A was a diversion." Base B, they're being decimated right now. This large attack is happening there, and so Tarkin, he's he's pissed. Like he can't believe that he got bested by some mere clones. He thinks he's better than everyone, so he's pissed, and he's like, yeah, and he's like, get to Base B immediately, go, 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 type of thing. And so, uh, at this time it goes back to the, the battle on base B and uh they now get start to try to board the light cruiser and so they got as many they got all the clones that were at the base or or at least they're holding the remaining clones on the base they're on the tarmac at bay and they're entering the the light cruiser and so, um, they get in there, they, you know, there's a limited amount of people on the light cruiser just because, you know, there's most of them are just in the base itself. So there's not too many, There's probably like, you know, I don't know, 30 or something. So it's super easy to, to go in there room by room and just kind of like take it over. But, you know, tech, he, once they, once all the, the good clones are on, he hacks the system and, you know, closes the, or maybe I guess Echo would be the one that would be the hacker easier for them So he closes the door so that no more clones can some imperial clones can get in or out and so um they take over the ship blah 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 uh and they take off and so while they are in the air escaping the the ships that picked up the stunned clones they land in the cruiser in flight because you know they have like a uh a bay where they have all their sh- where ships are available to land, just a few right. ships. so it's a smaller yeah. ship, so they can't obviously fit fit like fifty ships, but they have enough to fit a few. So, you know, they only had two or three ships I could use to pick up the clones that they've stunned, so they are able to land, fit in there, boom, they're, they're in there. So they get to space and they're you know, they're calculating and go into hyperspace and it's kinda like in In Rogue One, where Vader's ship shows up, it just like appears out of nowhere, and it's Tarkin. Oh no! And they're going, they're going along, but it was this the positioning of the ships. They they were not uh, the good clones were not in danger of getting attacked, but like they fly by the the what's the the room where the you steer or whatever. The captain's cockpit, the bridge, the bridge. Yes. The bridge. Yeah, the bridge. And so they're, they kind of like maneuver right by the bridge and they're so close. They can kind of see Tarkin looking out the window at them. And because they're so happy about the victory, they wave at Tarkin like, Hey guy. What hey guy. No. Bye. And they hit the hyperspace and they say, all right, let's go to the rendezvous in the outer rim that they had. Okay. And so, so that there's that. So, as, so as far it, as
1: we know, this this was a successful mission.
0: Yes, as far as we know. Now okay. we transition. But, oh but hold on, hold
1: on, hold on, hold on. Do you know what else would be a really successful mission?
2: For our mouths, I know.
1: Drew, do you know? Yeah. What would that be?
2: I believe that would probably be our sponsor
1: for this episode. Ooh. Yeah, getting getting some coffee from the yes. sponsor of today's episode. Sorry for the cheesy segue there, <laughs> uh, but I'm also not sorry, but you should definitely listen to this message for uh, from the sponsor of today's video, Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor for today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that they have a subscription service that gets those amazing coffee beans delivered to your door on an either weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly basis. Unfortunately, we're all being negatively affected by this virus right now. But that being said, what a better time to try some new coffee and support a local business. I know they'll greatly appreciate it, and we will too. After all, using the code EMPIRE radio with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, when you start a new subscription at wesleyandrews.cc, you'll get 50% off your first purchase. I can't think of a better deal. Get 50% off, support a local Minneapolis coffee shop, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it.
2: Yeah, so if you guys just heard that, make sure you click the link right under this podcast. Yeah, um yeah. And that will take you right to wesleyandrews.cc. Again, that's com is nothing. So don't go to that place. Go to wesleyandrews.cc <laughs> and make sure you use the promo code Empire Radio at checkout. And that will give you 50% off of your purchase. Yeah. So, yes. And I'm a believer. I think, yeah.
1: I'm a believer. Uh, well, in in the in the coffee description, i all i'm trying to say is i've done it and it works and it's really good stuff so you should do it
2: yeah so go make sure to check it out it'll keep you awake for the rest of the story because it's so good you need more hype up energy and so yeah i'm pretty pumped jeremiah come on all right
0: let's go so give it to us so we see what happened at with the clones at base b but there were still clones at base a trying to escape so this is where we're going back to now. So, we're back with uh, Crosshair and Wrecker, and they're racing to get to their ships, to their ship and uh they're getting chased from behind and blah blah blah. They're getting they're trying to run, they're trying to defend themselves without hurting the other clones. Um, and so they're going and they're getting attacked and so they're they see they see their ship in in the distance like they're they're trying to get there they're super close um but they happen to run into a, a imperial patrol squad that's already out in the woods and so there are now they're getting kind of like pinched between from behind and front with with clones they're on the imperial side yeah so they're they're defending themselves the best they can and without harming the, the imperial clones and you can kind of also see in the distance from where the other 10 clones were, were coming from that were on the, uh, the good clones, they're trying to get back to the ship also. And so you just kind of see them off in the distance trying to get to the ship. And so it's, it's a hectic firefight. Um, and as they are uh, getting closer and closer, Crosshair, he's kind of doing, he did uh, some, some, uh, mods modification to his sniper where he can actually use a uh stun option with his sniper which normally he wouldn't have uh but they were able right. to add that feature so he's stunning people from a distance blah 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 but Ooh, then cool. but then we go to the perspective of an Imperial clone who's a sniper and mm-hmm. he sees crosshair.
2: Oh, no doll
0: and he aims at crosshair and he shoots, and crosshair gets shot in the helmet into his shooting eye, and so his hum his helmet is his special helmet has been destroyed, and his actual eye that he uses for shooting has been hit by debris, and so he' oh, wow. his, eye- his shooting eye is gone it's oh,
2: it's oh, decimated no. he's-,
0: oh, he's 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 one eye he didn't but he didn't die. He didn't die. It was just kind of like a side oh. shot, so it's kind of like the angle it went. It didn't like blow up his head. It just kind of grazed oh, his wow his eye enough to. And it's also the shrapnel from the helmet also like going into his eye and causing damage. Also, it's not just straight bullet because he had a helmet on. Wow! And so what a bold his, move. Yeah. So his hair, his 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 eye is gone. So he he's like one eyed willy now. That's like his. I was
2: nickname. gonna say is one eyed willy. <laughs>
0: And then, so then Wrecker, you know, he's picking up crosshair and trying to get him into the ship. And we see the group of 10 clones they are going, getting back to ship. But you see multiple of those clones getting shot and falling and hit, running to the, hitting the ground. And so, you know, they're dead. And so um, they get back on the ship. They're able to escape. And they go to hyperspace and they get to the rendezvous point in the outer rim with the clones from base B. And so, just to look at the numbers now of the clones so, base A, with the wrecker in them, with uh, wrecker and crosshair, five clones were killed. At base, Dang. At base B, um, 16 good clones were killed. Dang. And so, what,
2: what's their total numbers then?
0: So I'm getting there. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> and so... Um, let's see. So... Now they have a total of of the clones that they were able to capture at the base B. That was... Uh, I know I got to look at my numbers, how I did this math, because I didn't really explain it that well. But... Um, they gained eighty-four clones. They uh, twenty-one were killed, and so now it, all together they have one hundred and sixteen clones. Okay, so right. so the the light cruiser, like I said earlier, can hold up to uh, up to two hundred people. That would last for uh, three months with supplies on on board. So they're kind okay. of like a half capacity um, now. So now that they're on this, they're on the outer rim, and they're, (coughs) excuse me, um, with this light cruiser, there is a medical bay in this light cruiser, and so they don't need to use those devices that they create. They can now use a more uh, high-tech, professional way to remove the uh, biochips, just like how Rex had his removed in the Clone Wars. And so uh, this is going on, blah blah blah. All the all these these eighty four clones that are kind of been you know shackled and you know waiting their turn to be put into the machine, and so while this is going on, also in the Metal Cove uh, Crosshair is being fitted with a Cybertronic eye. So he's gonna oh. be so he's gonna be kind of like uh, Wolf with his fake eye. Yeah. So that's so that's a big thing for Crosshair because his what made him unique has now been lost his ability to Mm. be a sniper. And so we'll see uh, more of his story uh, played out in season two. Um, Next scene, it goes to Rex and he goes to the communication uh, room and he, you know, he's talking with some of the officers there and he's like, "Uh, I need to send out a deep space message on a special frequency. And so that they set that up, they set that, and you know, the clone's like, "Well, what is this for?" And he says, "I'm just seeing if there's any friends out there." So, if you remember, uh, in Clone Wars, in the final arc, uh, Ahsoka uses a deep space frequency. So he's using that same frequency to see if any of his friends that know that frequency are out there. Sure.
2: Mm, Okay.
0: Now, whether or not. Anyone will hear that in future seasons. That is to be determined. Um, let's see here. Okay, so now, after that, we transition to uh, Tarkin. So he's now getting the full report of all that happened. Um, and he they say 21 clones uh, that were killed. Um, and all 21 of these clones had their chips removed. And they also say, you know, surveillance from the attacks. Uh, uh, The the officer says, you know, we looked at the surveillance from the attacks, and it shows that the Inquisitor clones were present. And so we now know at this point point that the Bad Batch was called the Inquisitor clones.
1: Huh. Ooh,
2: that's interesting.
0: And so... Interesting. This being said... um, Tarkin, you know, he now has to give the report to Emperor Palpatine. So he called does an emergency call, and he informs the Emperor that Phase One of the the Inquisitor program has been lost, as he knows that um, the Bad Batch has been saved from the the uh, biochip. Right. So now, so that now we know mm-hmm. that there's. That the the uh, bad batch they were phase one of the Inquisitor program, and um, it would be kind of implied in this scene that this program was when the bad batch were created. This was this Inquisitor program was already being conducted by the Emperor. So from the start, the bad batch was being crafted by the Emperor. Uh, uh it would be Chancellor Palpatine that he was the one who was creating the bad batch for the purpose of being uh the leads on the jedi uh
2: murder squad
0: huh? murder squad if you want to call it right so that's just that's just phase one, and so it would then be assumed then that phase two would been uh the uh the jedi that were captured that were turned to the dark side and actually became what we know as the inquisitors from. Rebels. So that aspect of the program has been lost, Phase 1. Alright, so this is the very last scene, and this is when I sent you guys the dialogue that was blacked out.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> this
0: is this is the final scene of Season 1. And so I'll just read it, so there'll be text, but I'll like, dialogue, but there'll be some uh, prompts of like, whatever. So... I'll just read it straight through, and then we'll see what you guys think. Uh, Hunter approaches Tech's living quarters and sees that Tech is repairing and adjusting his equipment. Hunter says, hey, Tech. And Tech uh, responds, yes, Hunter. Uh, It was quite the victory today, wasn't it? And Tech says, it was. Unfortunately, we are without any long-term plans. I don't see how we move forward. Uh, And then Tech looks down and continues working, and there is a slight pause of silence. Tech then says, was there something you needed? I am busy tending to my gear. Hunter then says, I want to run something by you. I think I know how we can wake up thousands of clones at one time. And Tech freezes, and he looks up with intrigue. And Tech says, how is that possible? We don't have the manpower or the equipment to subdue that many clones. Hunter says, no, uh, I think there's a different way. Today during the mission, we came across that, that deer carcass in the woods. It was interesting how all those hundreds of thousands of ants were breaking down that animal. I bet in a matter of just a few days, only the bones would be left. Tech replies, Yes, but what does this have to do with waking up clones? And Hunter says, "What do you know about programming nanodroids?" The end.
1: Uh, uh,
0: interesting. interesting. So, theories, reactions. Uh, I what, what do you think's going to happen in season 2?
1: Is that the first time <laughs> nanodroids have been, ever been like really mentioned in Star Wars?
0: No, because Ahsoka gets framed with the nanodroids. Oh, that's right.
1: That's so, right. So
0: that's—I think—that's the only time that we we know that nanodroids were in Star Wars universe, and so that's the end of season five.
1: Huh. interesting drew what do you think's gonna happen
2: i think the nanodroids. droids i think what well i don't know if it's gonna happen but i think what would be interesting to see if they're able to get them to work and like go into like like a base or something and just like attack one person change him And then, like, slowly work their way, like, on a cruiser, like, on a ship. And then take over that ship from the inside out, essentially. Because I feel like once you're turned, you realize what a lot of these clones are realizing, right? Like, that they're what they're doing right now is not good. And it doesn't take a lot to actually turn them. It's like once you're turned, you kind of understand that you were kind of corrupt and mistreated as a person. And I think the biggest thing that Jeremiah is trying to come across as a writer is that these clones still want to be treated as people and not just devices to be used, like tools to be used. And that was a big thing, right? At the end of Clone Wars, um, the finale, that was a big thing what Rex was talking about was like he wanted to be like after this war, like what is my purpose? And yeah. so, like, I feel like a lot of these clones feel, feel the same. And so once these, if they're able to do it without actually being there, they can take over ships without being there. And, like, I don't know. I think it would be cool to see them, like, slowly take over other ships to the point where the Empire has to remove all the chips so that they can just tell them, like, this is your purpose now. And it's not more like a mind control flip kind of thing. It's more of like, that's what's going to, they're gonna have to kill all the clones in order to just give uh steal people essentially to be their army. That's my my theory.
1: But yeah. Well, he mentioned one time at one time. And so my question is you know, do they instead of infecting one clone and then sending that clone into a ship or a base, do they just send a a crap ton of the nanodroids in? Yeah, you know, and then like strike it all at one time. I don't know. I I mean, one, I think Crosshair is gonna be fine because he has a cybernetic eye, and I feel like that would make him an even better shot. Potentially, um, potentially. I mean, it's like taking the con- the um, the technology in his helmet and just putting it in his skull. So that could be. Honestly,
2: cool. like, like, I don't really care about that character. <laughs> <laughs> well, dang.
0: Jeremiah, like,
2: did I? like, okay. It's
0: okay, like, fine. He's going to be the main character in season two now. Okay. That's, I'm that's, just, that's just for you, Drew.
2: That's okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't really have a big connection to any of these characters, really, that much yet. Like, the most character I have a big connection to would be uh, Echo, right. you know? and Rex or right. and Rex obviously Rex but i felt like for the bad batch crew echo is probably the one that i really care about the most maybe hunter a little bit but not really um they're just the well, ninja turtles well, you guys like oh my the, gosh they're just the ninja turtles okay Boo. and and i love the ninja turtles i am a big turtle fan but they're just the ninja turtles and I've seen it before, and there's no way that Raphael was gonna die. Jeremiah didn't kill him; he just injured him, and he'll come back. And it's just, yeah. But if Jeremiah wants to kill him off, I guess
1: he could. Well, I mean, but. it wasn't about killing him. It, he took no, away the the thing, like the very thing that defined him. It would be For like now. it would be like taking Raphael and cutting off his hand so that he couldn't use his uh, sigh anymore. Mm. You see what I'm saying? How's Raphael going to be Raphael <sighs> with two nubs? Huh? Huh? He can't. I'll just call him
2: Nubby Boy. Don't. Just be don't very, do it. Very like dramatic and just a big. He would cry even more. He's a, he would be a bad character. That's for sure. He just so, pout all day with a hood on.
1: What? nobody. Anyways, <laughs> I. I, I'm excited. I thought that was a, that was a really strong ending. Um, No, I I think the ending
2: was really good. I loved it. I just don't don't care about the I (laughs) thing, but
1: well, dang, (laughs) I care about it, Jeremiah. I'm sorry. (laughs) It has nothing to
2: do with Jeremiah. It has to do with what we have of these characters in previous content. I I I, I mean, if you remember my review on the Bad Batch series, you can go check it out at Clone Wars, save Go, go listen to it. I was not like, this arc wasn't my favorite. And so I feel like I will love it once, like if I visually saw this, I would probably feel more attached. But from just hearing it and from what I already have, I don't really feel super attached to these clones yet.
1: All right. Well, I was going to say I've never been very much of a uh, speculator, so I don't really have a a great deal of ideas of what's going to happen. I just know that um, that is obviously going to play into the plot, and we could very well see our, our, our clone group double, triple, or quadruple in size. And then mm-hmm. my question is, do they just form their own like rebel cell? I don't know, but that could Ooh. be something that we could we could see
0: come into play too so
2: yes, Jeremiah, are you done with season two already
0: oh no i'm i'm only I've only completed two episodes because mm. it's 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 very difficult because um uh now I have to like deal with continuity issues. And so I, I don't want to contradict myself with things. And also gotcha. I I rewatched um, the episodes in Rebels mm-hmm. where we discover the clones again with Rex, yeah. uh, Wolf, and Gregor and kind of the details of what they said there. And so I have to make sure what I do moving forward makes sense with what they said. Gotcha. Um, and also like if I try to bring in Wolf or Gregor, like I have to make it make sense. And so um, it's kind of difficult because then there's like specific details that I didn't realize were actually part of it. Like one of the things that Kanan says was that he was, he knew about the chips because the clones said we did order 66 because of the chips in our head. And so mm-hmm. so somehow he knew about somehow he figured or found out about this information and so it's like do I want to write something that explains how the general population would know about the biochip or if mm-hmm. I want to do it more subtly or what so yeah know.
2: there's so much cool ways you can go about that cuz like you could do like if they did end up sending out these droids and maybe they're in the, pro- like the clones were trying to hunt down Kanan and then they watched these droids take over the clone that was hunting them down and then changed him in front of him or something cool like that.
1: Yeah. Oh.
2: All uh, right. That would be cool. Maybe I should
1: write my or, own version of this story. Or you could just say to heck with continuity.
2: Yeah, dude. It's already canon. And just
1: like write, write, write it's your own thing.
2: Do what you're doing, man.
0: Bring bring zombies.
1: I Dude, mean, why please? Not? I'm like 20 I'm minutes of... away from finishing that Red Harvest book that I was talking about, and it's so good.
2: Honestly, I'm kind of sad that you didn't have the dying deer be a Tauntaun, but I'll let it pass for now. Oh, Drew, this is like... completely
1: off topic, but I need you to know this right now. Okay. <laughs> Zombie Tauntauns.
2: Oh, heck yes.
1: Are a thing <laughs> in Red Harvest.
2: Did I ever tell you... Okay, for listeners that are just joining us, why are you listening to this one and not the first two episodes of this series? But anyways, um, I'm... There's a past episode when we talk about, like, favorite creatures or whatever. Yeah. Um, And Tauntauns were one of my favorite things about Star Wars. um, And because of the scene where... Uh, Han Solo cuts open the Tauntaun. Spoilers. Um, but the pop came out. Did you guys see that? Of like the Which dead one? Tauntaun and Han oh, Solo yeah. holding the lightsaber. I just got that in the mail. I thought I nice. would tell you guys. That. It's pretty dope. <laughs> it's kind of weird because it's a kid's toy, but like there's a dead animal there. But yeah.
1: <laughs> so what I'm saying is in this book, Tauntauns die and then come back to life as zombie Tauntauns. I mean, so yeah. there's that for Makes you. There's sense. a little piece of now, information. T- All t- have t- to say, what you can do,
0: Jeremiah, is just write yeah. your own
1: story. Yeah, just
0: write. I, I think I want to stick with continuity. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I think it's because one it would be more challenging for me to like make sure it fits. That's true. And so then it would be you could just watch this TV series that I made for five hundred million dollars, and then go <laughs> go watch Rebels afterwards, and it would make sense. Uh, sure.
2: yes. Also, if Dave Filoni is listening to this and steals what you're doing right now for the show.
0: Yeah, because this, this, so you know, Dave Filoni, podcasts are automatically copyrighted. So this is Ooh. copyrighted <laughs> material. So hopefully <laughs> this this story is copyrighted before anything that you guys create for the Bad Batch. I mean, and so, we have
2: an ongoing thing hashtag Give It To Dave, but we don't want to give you this without our consent. Just so you know, Dave. So but it listen. would
0: be it would be super cool if we got a letter from Dave Floney telling us to cease and desist what we're doing. <laughs> that would be super cool. Like Jeremiah, be...
2: would you frame that? Heck yeah, dude. Dude, I would actually request you to make three copies so we can all frame it. Just so you know, <laughs> <laughs> that would be
1: dope. But All right. Well, there you have it, everyone. Jeremiah's lovely ending to and dramatic ending to his fan fiction of the hypothetical five hundred million dollar television series that he would write on the bad patch. Yeah, we can. can Cue episode six
2: ending music. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> yeah and and I'm hoping that you all clapped with us because yes. Yes, Jeremiah did a really good job, and we're proud of him
2: and he I'm really, excited really for like season two, and granted Jeremiah's three episodes in or two, right you said two
0: finished two, I kind of started doing some bullet points so, for season so if two. I, just I just said anything
2: and I predicted it, it's probably because he's just stealing my ideas, so yep, uh, I'll maybe. let it pass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
1: but r- the real question is what did you our listeners think and you're probably thinking whoa whoa i, I mean i've got thoughts but i don't know yeah. where to share them well there are three separate places you can share them and two of those are our social media accounts drew and or jeremiah tell them about the three ways that they can share their thoughts with us
0: well one you can go on facebook uh like yeah, our yeah. page and it's uh uh, empire radio podcast on facebook and so add us on there and then you can send us a message leave a leave a, a public uh, comment if you want and we'll yeah. we'll see what you think
1: yeah drew yeah. what would be the other social media option you they can, can try definitely
2: go to instagram and go smash the heck out of that uh follow button and go follow us over there that is empire radio podcast yeah. And you can leave you can drop a message in the message box and let us know what you think about this episode and and much more what you think about us as a podcast as well, and just just what you want to see for much us in the future,
1: yeah, and if you're feeling really bold and you're like, ah, okay well, I can do the social media thing, but i'd rather you hear my voice i want I want my voice to literally mm. be heard well there's a link underneath um." The, the podcast player of your choosing that you're listening to down in the description, um, whether it be on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google podcasts, whatever it's there. And if you click that link, you can actually leave us a voice message um, with your thoughts. And um, the thing about the thing about our comments and our messages and stuff, we get them when we read them. And oftentimes um, because the last few have been really constructive and really positive. We will actually discuss them on air. And if you leave us a voicemail and it's not disgustingly bad <laughs> or really, or really mean, we will listen yeah. to it in an episode and we will discuss your comments. Um, or if you put in the message, you don't want to be on air. That's fine. We won't do it. You have the option yeah. to, to opt out, but all all of that to say, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you're thinking. Like Drew said, um, obviously we want to hear your thoughts to Jeremiah's fan fiction, but, um, if you have an idea, if you have, uh, some constructive criticism or you just want to say, Hey, you guys are doing great. All of that is welcome. So again, your three options are Facebook at empire radio podcast, Instagram at empire radio podcast, and the link for the voice message message down below.
2: Yeah. So like Andrew said, go to all those, it'd be sweet if you go to all three, um, or do all three, but just, just go to Facebook or Instagram. That would be really cool as well. We are trying to do stuff, um, weekly over there and we would love you guys to just share those, um, links and get get our name out there even more that'd be awesome and we have some big surprises coming your guys's way very soon so make sure you guys make sure you hit the notification so you guys under like get the update when we announce all this stuff and yeah. and wherever you're listening to this make sure you follow it us over there as well so you can get the podcast right away when we post up Because so this is a weekly episode weekly podcast about weekly Star Wars fun stuff. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Like Drew said, you're not going to want to miss it. We've got some stuff coming, and I'm really excited about it. So just don't miss it. Um, but without further ado, this has been another episode of the Empire Radio Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And may the Force be with you. Always. Always.